Oh, that was pathetic. I didn't want to spill anything. That's fair. Hello. Hi. <clears throat> Welcome to... Mastercast. Mastercast. Episode... 14. 14! Wow. wow. Isn't that exciting? It was... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, what... What are we talking where about? Do, where do we begin? Um... Shall we start with... Should we start with that one that's second from the bottom and then we'll go... Yes, let's, yeah. let's do that one. <coughs> most... Earlier today... Oh, hang on. I forgot to get biscuits. You keep talking. I'm going to go get biscuits. Early... To explain. Earlier today, uh, a certain trailer released and it was for Dark Phoenix, which, I won't lie... I think it looks like complete and utter crap. I've not eaten in a while, so I needed some biscuits and I forgot. It, it looks like crap. Okay. What's that? Oh, Dark Phoenix trailer released earlier. You want a chalky digestive? No, thank you. I had pizza not that long ago. Uh, but Disgraceful. Dark Phoenix, it looks crap. Yeah. It's going to be crap. Moving on. It's kissing. <laughs> no, we're not well no, we'll talk a little bit about it. Okay, so I it? saw a thing on Twitter at the underscore mass underscore cast. Um Gotta get it in there. Gotta, gotta get, get it in there. there somewhere. Um I saw a thing with uh Nando V movies. Yeah, um, okay. I like Nando V movies. Yeah. Uh go on Twitter and YouTube and it's very good. Go and watch it. The general gist of that channel is like if you, it's like making one small change to mostly superhero films, but then some other stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, he's, he's, done, he's pretty much completely rewritten, like, he Man of Steel, Batman just, v Superman, Justice League, Suicide Squad. No, the two, the two big ones he did were Justice League and Man of Steel, the final part of that has yeah, just recently come yeah. out. But he's, but he's very good. Anyway, the point is, he, he put something like, um, Oh yay, an X-Men movie where, finally an X-Men movie where, um, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like, um, Wolverine doesn't feature. No, no, (laughs) no, because it was sarcasm, because it was like, the mutants get broken out of a, uh, the X-Men get broken out of a convoy transport, Gene's powers are displayed with um, bland effects. The villain wants Jean to unleash her power. Um, and it was... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Charles and Eric get overpowered by Jean in a house. And it was all these things that have happened before and happened in The Last Stand. Oh, God. I was going to say, it does sound like he's describing The Last Stand. Literally, there. this film is just X-Men The Last Stand again. Minus Wolverine. M- minus Wolverine. Which is the one redeeming feature about this. Actually, no. There are three redeeming features of Fox owning the X-Men. And that's Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Mm. Michael Fassbender as Magneto. And And the complete disregard of Jubilee. Oh, you were going to say Deadpool, sorry. (laughs) I was going to say. I wasn't going to say Deadpool, actually. 
Right. Okay. It's it's the it's Wolverine. The casting choices for um, Charles Xavier and the casting choices for Magneto. That is like the three best things mm. to come out of that entire thing. Yeah. He got a Guinness World Record recently. I know him and Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Is it? 16 years and a couple hundred days something like that mm. it's ridiculous it's nearly as old as us X-Men X-Men 1 is older than us is it oh so it's like 18 years well no because that was from X-Men 1 to Logan oh so I think was because then if that was when they officially ended yeah um but X-Men was 2000 when did Logan release? 2017. Early 2017. Oh, okay. Around March. Pretty much as old, if not older than us. Yeah, more or less. Good on him. Ooh! More related to... Anyway, back to Dark Phoenix. It looks awful. Um, it looks so bad. It looks boring. It's so, so bad. It just looks... This, I mean, did they basically just... Confirmed that Mystique was gonna die in in this one. Also, they Mystique. basically just made it look like Mystique. I mean, can, can we just point something out? Why does Mystique look different? Because uh, Jennifer Lawrence can't be asked with all the makeup. I think for at least first class and maybe um, Days of Future Past as well. She did what Re- Rebecca Romaine, who was the original Mystique in the first trilogy did, uh, where she had that, it was like a full, Body no, no, it was paint, it was all applied, manual okay. paint and prosthetics on the areas where it was like the scaly stuff, then, I think, actually, I think it was for Days of Future Past, they introduced this, basically like a skin type suit, body glove, body, yeah, version of it, um, then in X-Men Apocalypse, she wears a, uh, like the armour for most of it, or just looks like Jennifer Lawrence, despite the fact that in X-Men First Class, her whole thing is about being okay with being a mutant and not having to hide behind. But it doesn't matter, because Jennifer Lawrence doesn't want to be blue, and it's Jennifer Lawrence, so we just do what she says. Um, and she doesn't. She clearly doesn't want to be there anymore. It's purely contractual. Um, so, you know, I hope she does die, because um, more than anything, it's like, Mystique's a villain. In the comic. Mystique is yeah. a villain. She's yeah. not a member of the X-Men. To my knowledge, she never has been a member of the X-Men. Uh, I mean, she might have done, probably. But, like, not she's probably in a significant enough more, amount more to than, make her into an X-Men for two X-Men films. More than likely, she has been a... I realised I just said make her into an X-Men. An X-Men. An X... One of the X-Men. No, I think she's teamed up with him on a couple of occasions. But yeah, but she's, she's yeah, but she's literally she's a just a member of the X Men now. She's a villain. It's ridiculous. One of my favorite, um, like kind of Wolverine stories is him and Mystique just basically going to town with each other with machine guns in the desert. <laughs> it's like that is a complete and utter like understatement of what it is. But like, and once she poses as a nun and then starts having a drink with him, and he basically kind of destroys a bar and gets like shot out by men with like 20 guys with AK-47. Where's <laughs> Wolverine? He's fine. So... <laughs> it is Wolverine. He just cuffs up the bullet in his whiskey glass. 
Alright, so good. Uh, but, but let's talk about some of the things featured in said trailer. I watched it this morning. I woke up to it and watched it this morning. I do not remember. Right, okay. Anything that happens. Uh, I remember Charles, being, Charles... being disappointed by the lack of Nightcrawler. Yeah. I remember I remember that bit in uh, when Quicksilver's running at her. Yeah. And it, I just I instantly thought of that bit in Justice League when Flash is running around Superman and he does the super side-eye thing and sees him. Yeah. And I was like, well, obviously she's going to notice him. Um, which already happened in X-Men Apocalypse. This is just the same film as X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah. Evil person wants to destroy the world and X-Men must stop him. And with help from Magneto and... Uh, um, oh, shit. Um, can, can we just? But it's Dark Phoenix, and can, we're calling it Dark Phoenix. So, can we talk about um, Magneto in this? Because first off, he's gradu- graduated onto controlling automatic weapons. Good on you. But Progress. but you're firing them at the Phoenix Force, like that's going to do anything. And uh, she she destroys. She begins to destroy his helmet. In, yeah, I think that was like the only bit that kind of piqued my interest when she was like crushing his helmet around him. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So he's just like, why is no, it? Why but this is... film literally just looks like the love child of X-Men The Last Stand and X-Men Apocalypse, the two worst X-Men films, not counting the Wolverine films. I mean, so X-Men, X-Men Origins Wolverine so, yeah. doesn't. But the two worst X-Men films, Yes, this looks like the worst type of hybrid between it doesn't even look like ba- bad. It just looks bland and boring. Do you know what the worst? Dull. Do you know what the worst part about it is? It's the Phoenix Force when it's in the comics is perhaps the most badass thing. Because mm. what it's like some giant space primordial being thing that inhabits Jean Grey, makes her go batshit crazy, Cyclops kills her, disrupts the Phoenix Force or whatever, mm. and then it goes into five other people because it can't be beat that easy. The Phoenix Five. The Phoenix Five. They are... Uh, Cyclops. Cyclops, Emma Frost, it's Colossus, Magic, and... Namor? It's, no, it's not Namor. It's like a couple of like mainline X-Men and a couple other mm. X-Men ish characters so yeah and then like fucking Charles Xavier dies mm. but obviously he can't because pretty much future events are already established or whatever unless they fucked with the Marvel like X-Men timeline oh, I would not put it past them to <laughs> kill off a character who appears in the end of Days of Future Past because I would not put it past them to like try and kill off Charles even though like, he shows up no that is Mystique Mystique's dead she's dead <laughs> Or Quicksilver. Do you think they'll do you think they'll have the balls to kill off that version of Quicksilver? Bearing in mind I don't particularly like that version of Quicksilver, I actually prefer the version of in Avengers Age of Ultron. Avengers Age of Ultron, I think it's the better Quicksilver in Avengers. <clears throat> Avengers. More comic accurate in terms of costume, the accent, the hair, the body the build of his body. The speed he goes at. The relationship with uh, his The sister. fact that Scarlet Witch exists. Yeah. And uh, The effect of him running, I think, is better. The, the blue streak effect. Like, mm. It kind of gives a little, little bit of a trail. That's what I like, because that's what, that's what was depicted in the comics. Yeah. Like, see a little bit of a trail. And it's, just... it's like how, it's like how uh, 
the MCU Ant Man has a shrinking effect from the comics. Yeah, because obviously that's you, in a still image. You've got to be able to project. But like the X Men Quicksilver, it's just they like slow down time. Yeah, and there's no. And it's like, well, that just looks a bit shit. He's like, is he constantly in that state? He's so and he's too, he's so incredibly fast. It's just ridiculous how fast he can go. It's like, and he, he doesn't he doesn't ever seem to get tired of it. But he does, he, and he's not he's got he's got no weight to him. But the thing is, though, like, like the Quicksilver in Avengers, he like is visibly just tired. Mm, after he's panting around stuff, like yeah. he's fucking dying. because it's he's not. You say fucking bong, and even he's on the short distance. He's not Mo Farmer. He's he he can run extremely fast and in a short time cover a long distance. But it does. Doesn't make him the world's best runner. He's he, not an athlete. He is. It does drain him. It's like, and it's, that's what I like about it. It's like a kind of cap on his power. Hmm. And then he died. And then he died. In a very good way, I will say that. Yeah, I kind of wish we got more of him, but it's what it is. Um, doesn't matter, I just don't really, and especially because the Disney Fox deal, they actually, they uh, hit a snag recently in, I think it was Brazil, but they've sorted that out, uh, and it was in terms of uh, the sports networks or something that just, <clears throat> because it's a very, very complicated deal, because um, there's, there's so much to it, so there's certain things Disney can't have that that's countries won't allow them. They've got to like sort it out basically across the entire world mm. in like every country. Um, uh, and now it's looking like so they hit a snag in Brazil, but they sorted that. It's now looking like uh, it's going to be finished mid March. That doesn't mean that you're going to get the X Men and Fantastic Four and Endgame. And I think the fact that I remember when. Do you remember when it, when the Disney Fox deal was first announced and people were like, are we going to get the X-Men in Avengers Infinity War? No. <laughs> no. That's not Just how movies work. No. <laughs> You're not going to get Daredevil in Infinity War. He's owned by Disney and Marvel. No. It's just not how it works, man. You've got to give them time. The to... amount of time and like a deal that like thousands and thousands of people are going to lose their jobs, which is not good. All right? That is... that. Is very unfortunate. Everyone goes, this is Foxy. Oh, that's great, because now Marvel gets the X-Men and Fantastic Four. I've, I've been guilty of being like that in the past. That's not what this deal is. This is not a deal to give Marvel the X-Men and Fantastic Four. This is a deal where Disney buys out the majority of Fox, not everything, because then they would have a monopoly, and yeah. that is not... No, they're Disney. legally not allowed to, to do that. Um... And thousands of people are going to lose their jobs, and that's very unfortunate, but... Hopefully don't, Disney don't completely dip them over. They get frocked to do quite a lot of projects yeah. or whatever. And I think if they expand it and re, start rehiring a lot of people, you know, unless, I mean, unless they find all the people have made some tweets in poor taste ten years ago, then they'll never rehire them. No, no. Rehire James Gunn. <laughs> So, Dark Phoenix looks awful. Um, do we, can we stop talking about that, please? It just, I'm just, I'm just like recapping. Just it care. looks awful. Okay, that's it. Why has she got the bloody coat again? Don't. Can you not think of anything better to be like? Look how evil she is. Yeah, because we give her. A, how about you give her an eye patch and, or a monocle, and maybe a twirly mustache. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Give her the fucking raw 
shame. That's to go with the trench coat. <laughs> right, anyway, back to the second trailer that's been released. Well, uh, we'll come back to that. Oh. We'll come back to that later. Fine. We'll come back. Don't worry. <sighs> Don't worry about it. We've got some other stuff. Some little stuff. Where, Don't are, you, where are you going? Sit back down. All right, well, I was going to get the tea. All right, okay. <clears throat> Let's go with the second one from the top. Black Widow. Yeah, so Kevin Feige... Uh, um, has announced. Has made it. He's clarified. Oh, there's not that much tea here. Oh, whatever. I probably should have. Never mind. Um, he clarified this week that Black Widow is not rated R and never was. And some petty people on Twitter went, "Oh, well, now I don't care. My interest for this movie has gone to from like a hundred to zero. I don't care anymore. The pussies." Really, you seriously expected them to do an R-rated MCU movie? Now, I'm not saying that it's entirely out of the question, but it is. Um, And it's not like they can't make a good Black Widow film with a PG-13... It's not like Deadpool. I mean, Marvel Studios could probably make a good PG-13 Deadpool, like, realistically. Yeah. I mean, Deadpool isn't all about his violence. And at the end of the day, it's a, it is a business. Yes. You have to go with what will make you the, the most profit, profit and what makes sense. Profit margins and, exist. You know, the PG-13 uh, rating is the one that's is guaranteed to get m- m- the most people in. It's the, it's the one where you can drop, like, one F-bomb. Mm. It's a couple to, of swear words and one F-bomb. To satisfy, like, that kind of niche. Because what they did... It but with, they don't. They did it with. Uh, they haven't. And um, the MCU films don't do don't drop the F bomb. They do. They do the other ones, but they don't drop them. To my knowledge, they've never dropped the F bomb. Uh, even the Netflix shows have never dropped the F bomb. I mean, they. And they're more lax on swearing. Thingy, what is it? The X Men series did drop the F bomb. Yeah, they've dropped they? the F bomb a couple they, times. They, they did the F bomb. I think the best one. Was uh, when Wolverine did it. The go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm Charles Xavier. I'm um, Eric White. Fuck his name. He just goes go fuck yourself. That was good. Mm. And that was. I think that was the best way they could have dropped that in. Yeah, and then they like reference that in Days of Future Past because Charles says, "I'm going to tell you what you told me, but I'm not. I'm going to say something a bit different, but it's still got the f bomb, so it's the impact's still the same. Fuck off. <laughs> um, I'm deliver it the same way. Um, oh, that's Black Widow. F1, no, F1's are pretty good. I remember in Ready Player One, in the final battle. Um, what is the F bomb in that? Uh, someone gets out Chucky and throws it at the bad guys. <laughs> and one of the bad guys literally goes, It's fucking Chucky! <laughs> As it comes, like, giggling with its knife flying towards him. And then you just see, like, the lights on all their things in the real world go out as they all get taken out in the virtual. By, By Chucky. Chucky just, like, jumping around like a little flea, murdering them all. <laughs> anyway, oh, um, so... Black Widow, not right now. It's the, not the end of the world. It's still going to be a good film. Like, come on. I mean, what's Black Widow's main kind of weapon in the comics? Oh, yeah, it's electro-stun bracelets. Hmm. Where's the R-rated in that? She can still break people. Yeah, as long as you, I mean, if you can have the, that 
pretty graphic... Well, it's not graphic or anything, but... The scene in Infinity War when Loki gets suffocated and his neck is snapped, they don't really hold back. Yeah. They've done multiple stabbings. Although the Avengers was originally going to be rated R, or with with the moment when Coulson gets stabbed, it was going to be an R rating, so they changed it. So that's why... You don't see it go through him. You just hear it, and he goes <gasps> and like moves upwards as it's gone through him. But you don't actually see the blade go through him. But then, like they've done stabbings with bladed weapons loads. They did it they've multiple times. In... Off. Yeah, they've done full view of the camera. Yeah, they did that bit when Thor's hand. Thor's gets... Thor's That's probably the He's most calling graphic, the and then just yeah, arm gone. I mean, it's an illusion. It is an illusion. But There's no blood spursing or whatever, but his arm is gone. Well, it's just his hand. It's his forearm. No, it's just his hand. Is it? Mm. Killian, because every Phase 2 film had a moment where the arm gets lopped off in reference to Empire Strikes Back, but it's different places in the arm, so like Iron Man 3, it's Killian's forearm. Yeah. Thor, the Dark World, it's just the hand. It's like at the wrist. Why is it? The cut. The Winter Soldier is just Bucky's arm is gone, so it's in his, his entire arm. Group gets both arms locked off by Gamora in Guardians in, uh, on Xandar before they get arrested. Oh, yeah. She slices them both up. Um, yeah. The Claw gets his arm, his forearm locked off by Ultron, and the Hulkbuster loses an arm and replaces it yeah. in Age of Ultron. And then Yellow Jacket, when he disappears, his arm is the first thing to disappear. Which, when you look, when you watch it back, knowing that they've done that as a deliberate reference to Empire Strike Back, it's like, yeah, but why would his arm go first and then the rest of him not do for another, like, five seconds? <laughs> Just a bit weird. I think my favourite one, and the one that's done most tastefully, is um, Brutes in Infinity War. When he locks his own. Yes. Well, I think it's just the Phase 2 movies that do it as a reference to Empire Strike Back. I think that was more for, but yeah. I mean it is but, what it is. Um, but we don't rate it up. Not the end of the world. They can do it. Yeah, I have no doubt. Stop like, being such just, big babies. You know what it'll be? It's just be, it, but it'll it, be, be more winter, cool. Winter Soldier Mark Two. That's what it'll be. That's what they'll try mm. and go for. And if they manage it, I think they'll do great. some real good hand-to-hand stuff with her. That like, you don't need her to be like. <sighs> We even want an R-rated Black Widow film. No, because there's been there's been so many fights of Black Widow. Yeah, because uh, I mean, what the good ones in uh, Iron Man Two is it? The hallway. The hallway where she sprays a guy in the face after he tried to come out uh, from like a sh- closed doorway. He was just like, it's weird. That that well, all, that, the hallway ones. Yeah, the hallway ones good. The um, pretty much every fight with her since is just been. She's just really good at hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, she takes out Hawkeye and Avengers on the helicarrier. She, when they go to that sub, the boat, uh, the start of Winter Soldier, she gets a good... She gets a good kick in. She... Something. Like, she, she doesn't need to be blowing people's heads off and dropping the F-bomb. Like, that's not in... It's not even in her character. When has Black Widow ever swore in the MCU? She is just a spy. She's not the... She's not even the type to 
use that kind of language. He doesn't need to. Deadpool is kind of inherently part of his character. Yeah. And the the violence is also kind of inherently part of his character. Because what? He is the merc with a mouth. So, like, Deadpool kind of needs to be R-rated. In order to... Black Widow doesn't. And because you want it to be edgy and grown up and mature, no. No. It doesn't... Certain characters do need to have that more edgy, more gory take. For example, Wolverine, Mm. he can have that because what is he like in the comics? He's a murdering madman. Mm. Deadpool, his whole shtick is Mm. not for kids. And, like, maybe a couple of other characters. Mm. Black Widow ain't one of them. She's really not. Like, maybe... Luke Cage is possibly and Punisher. Punishing, yeah. Luke Cage, you, maybe there's no way you'd get away with the stuff they do on the Punisher TV show and a PG thirteen rating. You can't. It's brutal. Like so brutal. Because like the Punisher, he deals with gang violence. Like, pretty much anyone who deals with gang violence in the MCU could get away with an eighteen rating mm. because their comics included some pretty graphic shit. Yeah. Because I mean, what there was Punisher kills the Marvel universe. You wouldn't get you wouldn't get Jessica Jones on a on a PG thirteen rating. I don't think because her her story is inherently tied to uh, rape, basically. It's just it's the certain ones that need an eighteen or can get away with an eighteen. Mm. Black Widow doesn't need it. No, 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 no. Speaking of uh, female Marvel heroes, Captain Marvel is now. Just over a week away, or by the time you listen to this, by the time they listen to this, it'll be March. Fucking March. It's not March for us yet, we're still in February, back in the past. But it's March. (laughs) That's terrifying. Ah. (laughs) Time is. January went on forever. (laughs) Yeah, and then February February just blows it up. Bye! (laughs) Anyway, Captain Marvel is uh, more or less about a week away. Um. And obviously, it got review bombed on Rotten Tomatoes Tomatoes. Uh, audience review bombed. Let's put it like this. You know, do you know what review bombing is? I am well aware of what review bombing okay, is. Okay, If you don't know what review bombing is... Review bombing. If you don't know what it is, <clears throughs> it's when uh, people uh, who don't Take. like a film or have already made up their mind about a film or Take seem except- to have, feel like they have a point to prove... Um, will go and put a negative review on the film before it's released. Yes, which is why, really, up until a movie is released, or if you've ever heard of review bombing with that particular film, mm. you ignore audience ratings. Audience ratings should not be a determining factor on how t- successful a film is. Uh, yeah, and if you should go see a film. Critic scores, yes. And even just like a number, you want to read their reviews. I was reading some early reactions to Captain Marvel. I mentioned this last week, I believe. Yes. Um, and they were pretty positive. So people who don't like woman, uh, Captain Marvel because is woman, is um, man, uh, <laughs> and they've gone, oh well, Brie Larson's ruining Marvel because she's a woman. Um, just it's it's so irritating. I believe Rotten Tomatoes has now. Um, disabled audience uh, reviews until the film is out. Um, 
Should have done that ages ago. Yeah, because audiences cannot see it. I mean, it's like how this, it's like our Suicide Squad has a great audience score, even though it's a fucking atrocious movie. Ugh. Like audiences, most the audience, the type of people who go and put an audience review on Rotten Tomatoes are the ones who do not know what the hell they're on Actually. about. Actually, or they're just it's like it's like everyone who was saying that Doctor Who series eleven was a failure. They would always point to the really low. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes score, which was easily abused. It was full, It was made of a load of people who were going and giving it negative reviews regardless of the quality of it, just because they didn't like the fact that it had a black guy in it or whatever. But, but let's let's see, put it like this. The kind of audience, or the people that are going to put audience reviews, mm. are going to be on the extremes of the spectrum. Yeah. No one who goes out of a film and goes... Yeah, that was alright. Goes and actively re- reviews the film yeah. online. It's, it's it's the people who just go, oh, I can't believe I watched that, and oh my god, that was great, I've got to share it with yeah. you. Yeah, or, and and with review bombing, people are going, I don't like this because she's a woman and I'm a white man, and, and that makes me angry because we can't have women in our media. I saw a thing on Twitter, um, it was a comment on, I think it was a video on the... Uh, Doctor Who YouTube channel. I think yeah. it was for the towels. I don't know, but it was someone who put a comment. And literally, it was more or less. Firstly, get rid of the coloureds. Um, it just needs to be Doctor and Assistant as it's always been. Like that's just pure racism. Get rid of the coloureds. What? What made you think that was a good idea? What made you think that was an acceptable thing to say? Do you want to know what? I'm willing to bet. 10 quid that the neighbour of that person isn't white <laughs> and he just doesn't like them. It's, it's just... It's just, <laughs> um, it's just stupid. So, uh, the review bomb for Captain Marvel is, is just... and wrong. Irritating. It's, I'm so... I don't understand how we've got to this point in society now where it's like the first female... And like Brie Larson, admittedly... I don't think she's... I think she, she could have come across a little bit better. Yeah. I don't think she's uh, perfect in terms of being a voice for diversity. Not that it's a bad thing, but I think... she Because she is very much a feminist. Yeah. Um, but she is more of an extreme feminist than, like... Because we're... I'd, I'd say I'm a feminist in terms of, like... I think equality for women... I'm just fine is, with equality. Yeah, exactly. Equality. That's I wouldn't feminism fight. in its most basic form. No, no, no. Feminism in its well, most true form. Yes. Whereas, I feel like... And maybe I'm wrong about this. I feel like Brie Larson is more the type of feminist who goes, equality for women. We want to get equality for uh, women by being... Uh, by uh, negatively affecting things. So it was like... Um, I, just, I saw, I think it was ages ago, but it was like, uh, cake sale for equality, and it was like, for, for men, it was like a pound, and for women, it was like 75p. Good, great example of equality. Like, I understand, in the past, don't, it has please, been... Please don't mention the wage gap, as I'm a mathematician, that pisses me. It has been, you know... It, there has been inequality, and that's n- not right. But the way to get about, the way to go about getting equality is not to just tilt men. it the other way. 
It's not to show and that's men why, or flip the spectrum, it's to raise women. That's up. why the white men, I'm doing quotation marks with my hands here, that's the why the, the white, white men. the white men group... Um, <laughs> they like the blue man group. The, no, the, the, the white men kind of stereotype, that's why they're irritated with it, and that aspect of feminism irritates me sometimes. It's so I don't toxic. have a problem. It's so toxic. But it's just like, okay, but we get it, but like... Women aren't the the be all and end all of everything. Like, yeah, I think you should have. There should be more diversity, and it's fine for women to have roles in media. I personally really liked Wonder Woman. I'm more excited for Captain Marvel now that the promotional material has gotten not as shit, and the the reactions to it have been really good. I, you know, I'm not against watching girls. Personally, I'm not that hyped for Captain Marvel, but that's because I just. I but that's because of the, the way it's been promoted. Yeah. It's not because it's, not because it's a woman. Me. There's a meme going round where... I think it's so it's like a cartoon or something. I think it's like Star Trek. It look, they look like Star Trek. It might not be. But the caption is... So it's a guy who's like lying on the ground and there's a guy helping him. And the caption is... Um, his dick fell off because a woman said words on the internet. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> what? There was a thing someone had put like black people. Uh, we get stopped by the police and searched every day. J- uh, Jewish people. Uh, my uh, friend, my families and stuff are, uh, are constantly oppressed or something. Um, women. Um, I'm harassed at work and uh, um, there's a pay gap or I don't know. I'm just yeah. Uh, paraphrasing white men uh, the next Marvel movie is about a girl and listen the white I found it funny even though I fit into the the, the white man stereotype because you are a white because man because I'm a I'm a heterosexual white male um it's just but it's not necessary so I, I understand why people can be irritated by the white man stereotype because I wouldn't consider myself to be part of that stereotype, yeah. but I kind of am. But it's just like really? you don't need to. You don't. No, stop, stop. You don't get equality by just shit talking to the people. That's not how it works. Yeah. Anyway, um, move on before we get all political. I've just realised we're probably gonna. I'm probably gonna do the thing of splitting it into multiple on the thumbnail. And this will be like, if I'll have to chuck in Captain Marvel again, and it'll be like the fourth time Captain Marvel's been in the thumbnail. Captain Marvel is just something that we've managed to talk we've about. We've literally talk about it like every week at this point. It's a bloody, I'll be glad when this movie's out and we can just forget about it. <laughs> we won't forget about it. <clears throat> oh, God. It's like Aquaman. You can bet your bottom dollar that she'll be on the thumbnail when we review the film. That'll probably be next. No. Not... No, next week, next week after. after, yeah. What were you saying about Aquaman? Did oh. you, were you mentioning the fact that Aquaman is now the highest grossing solo superhero film ever? Is outgrossed Iron Man 3? I believe I was talking about how it's the highest grossing superhero film ever and has outgrossed Iron Man 3. Wow, I was also just about to mention that, Paul. Isn't that crazy? That's mental. Great also, minds think alike. Also, its sequel has a release date. 2021? 2022, isn't it? I don't know. I don't care. 
I don't care, someone mentioned it in the group chat I was in, and I nearly had a heart attack. But when's the Trench film coming out, <laughs> Paul? I just want to see a film about the trench. Stop it. No. <laughs> We've still got loads to talk about. Right, we'll quickly just... <laughs> Why did you um, choose so, Ez, so Ezra Miller uh, this week, he was doing... Promo- I think he was doing promotion for uh, an international release of um, Fantastic Beasts. The uh, the crimes no, of no, no, that that's, film. That's, no, um, no, that's as much publicity as that film's going to He wasn't talking about that yet. film, he was talking about The Flash. Hey! Because uh, that movie is apparently still happening. And he was saying, um, he basically, he was talking about The Flash and he was saying he's always late, but when he gets there, he gets the job done. And that's what the, the production of this film's kind of like. Um, and he, he was basically saying, and he said it was the honest to God truth. That's a direct quote. Direct quote. <clears throat> that they wanted to make it like one of the best superhero films, not just the best, like super, one of the best superhero films ever made, but like a gift to the fans. And they were being so meticulous about it. They weren't. They would get to bits in the script where they were like, "That's not right. That's not right." Um, and they're trying to, and they're, they're not just launching like the. They're not just trying to work it, work it into like the DC. Universe, but also the speedster multiverse. Oh. He brought up Marvel being like Marvel's like one universe, but like DC's like a multiverse, and the speedsters are the ones that bring that all together and link it together. I mean, he's and, technically not wrong. And if we um we just we want to make the best film about you know about that as we can, um, so we're all just so passionate about it. And it was like okay, but it'll still probably be crap anyway, wouldn't it? <laughs> Um, I had a feeling this was going to come at the end of all that. And I'm yeah. Just like, mm, okay, I'm just waiting for the stinger. Yeah, I mean, what? Who are they going to use as the Flash's villain? Who? Because uh, not not Gorilla Grodd, um, because uh, we can't do that. That's um, too weird. Um, Reverse Flash. Not Captain Cold, because that's too silly. Uh, not uh, not the Rogues, because they're t- uh, too silly. Um, yeah, let's just go with Reverse Flash, the most obvious and boring Flash villain. Could be Captain Boomerang, but it's fucking ruined by Suicide Squad. Oh, Will Smith isn't going to be in the Suicide Squad, no. What, because scheduling con- conflicts. Because he's stupid being a big blue fuck. Yeah. That looks awful. Uh, one, of my, one of my mates asked me, I think, why are you shitting on Will Smith so much? Is when have you actually seen what he's looked like in the trailer? <laughs> have they not seen it? Not like they said. Oh, it's yeah. Robin Williams will be missed and all that, and his was the best genie. But Will Smith doesn't look that bad. Yes, he does. Listen, I'd like to say that it's unfinished effects, but this film is like three months away. All most <laughs> of the effects work should be done by now. So yeah. Mmm. Mm, don't look good. It don't look good. Oh god. What, what um, other things have we got on our list? There was a big thing, a bit of controversy about YouTube. Oh, well, we don't we talk about these types of things much on here. Uh, the start of the week, of the since we record. Um, I mean, if your week is Saturday to Friday. Um, so there was a bloke. Uh, I don't remember his name. It's not important. Um, he found on videos uh, containing children or about children or whatever. Some, um, let's just say tasteless comments. 
some not very nice comments. Um, and rather than going YouTube, um, this is you need to look at this. He decided to start this like basic like viral campaign. Um, he used this hashtag like Wake Up YouTube, <clears throat> and basically, I don't even know I don't even know the story behind it, but it led to YouTube going. I know the best solution to this. Monetization depends on the comments that you get on your videos. Now, I think they later clarified because there was a fucking uproar about this, as there should be. Someone puts a negative or, like, an unpleasant comment on your video, demonetize. Comment sections are just the place for joking and making rude things in the video. So, obviously, that, I mean, you just... No, end no up... one is going to end up monetized with that. Mm. Um... They did let it clarify that this was, I think, just for videos containing children. Because when I upload the, these onto YouTube, there is a thing that says contains... There's a thing you can tick that clarifies that, yes, this video contains children. Oh, obviously, I don't, because it doesn't. But, we, have, we have the minds of children. Well, yeah, but that's not the point. Okay. Um, but you. But so, if it's a video that... Contains children. Yeah, you can't say. If you get comments like that, you get demonetized. It's still dumb. It's still awful but, um, because you literally have like zero control over what people comment. Yeah. That's going to get to the point where people are uploading it and then just disabling comments just to be safe. Yeah. But, you know. Um, it shouldn't come to that. It really shouldn't. But then again, what other way do YouTube have? Because they physically. Do not have the time. There isn't enough time mm. in the day for them to completely and thoroughly analyse every piece of content that is uploaded. It's like... I think, yeah, but this is still not the best solution they could have come up no, with. No, like. it's no way the best solution, but it's like... What is it? I want to say it's like... A th it's a thousand years worth of content uploaded every day, or more than... Thousand years worth. No, thousand. It's it's a fucking ridiculous amount. Oh. Maybe not thousands of years. I think it's definitely multiple thousands of hours. Mm. But multi I think multiple thousands of days. So many many years of content. Point point is, it's a whole. It's kind of blown over now, but it's there's a whole thing. And it was just a bit dumb. YouTube has blown up to the point where it, like anything they do affects. Amount of there are so many people who like make a living from YouTube, and like I, in a way, I kind of don't think that YouTube ever should have got to a point where you you could monetize videos on it, because then you just have people creating actual content, um, and not you wouldn't have all this cookie cutter, bland, boring, dull, uncreative shit. From people who were doing it just to make money. Yeah. You'd have actual content from people who cared. Yeah. I mean, that could be kind of like... I mean, obviously, uh, then you, there's a lot of people who have no income, but... Yeah. If you never monetized it in the first place... Lots of people would be like that, and you'd only get the dedicated people. Yeah, you do. I mean, you still get some shit, yeah. but you wouldn't get... You just get the excessive amounts of vile and shitty Fortnite videos. You'd get the pretentious dickhead still constantly going on it. 
And perhaps you may have maybe more Twitch focused things, maybe more live yeah, but like it's it would be a better platform if what if monetization just wasn't because there's been things about you know the monetization of videos is always in flux. December is, I think, notorious. No, December is one of the best months for monetization. I think, and it's either January or February, which is notoriously bad for earning revenue. So it's it's patchy. It's always in flux, and it's not. Yeah. It's, it's not sustainable. Yeah. So. To be honest, like. It's YouTube is just so complicated. Mm. But I think one kind of thing that has done the monetization of content very well is Twitch. Yeah. Because people can donate. Mm. It's not required. You can donate. Mm. You can also sub mm. to people. That's a little payment they do. Mm. And then it's it's just it's just better because <laughs> people who love it can like who people who love making it can just make it yeah can just stream it and then people who love watching it just go I want to help this guy do his thing yeah it's like, like Patreon it. the amount of YouTubers now who have Patreons because the monetization from YouTube is and like as well as just like it not being just like uh, reliable there's a copyright. Copyright. So e- the copyright system on YouTube is so easy it's to shit. abuse. It's it's actual shit because at the final stage, do you know who the copyright claims go to, or the copyright claim goes to to get reviewed, the person who made the claim. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah, I'll just take all your money. Thanks. Yeah, let's. So I'll, you get you know channels who just don't monetize videos. I'll, I'll totally just like get rid of my. Claim on all the. I mean, that's the, the whole Star Wars theory fan film that yeah, we talked about. Because, hey, no, that was weeks and weeks ago now. Yeah, because but that was a matter of a copyright strike. Because it was a copyright strike, and like he's completely in the right. Mm. It's just, oh wait, hang on. By the time I've gone through all this process and appealed, it goes to the most biased person. Yeah. In that scenario, and it's the person who's just gone. I want all the money from that. So, yeah, let's go to them and see should they still take all the money from that. Of course, the answer's going to be fucking yes. Of course, it is. YouTube, set your own fucking legal team. Anyway, YouTube's a mess. And, uh, I mean, I haven't looked more into the monetization thing. I don't even know if we are still eligible for it. I, I probably won't, to be honest, because of that very reason. I just can't. Not that, I don't think we would get, like, copyright claim date. But it's, uh, it doesn't matter. It's. Just a can um, of worms. <clears throat> we probably should have mentioned this earlier. Hey, Paul, you want to talk about Captain Marvel some more? Uh... Zachary Levi, the actor playing Shazam, the grown-up version. Shazam! Shazam! Uh, he um, made a little video, put it on social media this week. Has he? Uh, yeah. Have you not seen it? I have not seen this. What? It's a little bit... He seems in it, I mean, as much as it is like, he's basically calling out other people hating on Captain Marvel, um, the Marvel ca- movie, Captain Marvel. Okay. Um, because if you know about Shazam and the comics history of Shazam, Shazam used to be called Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah. 
Um, I do, I do, I do yeah. recognise a bit of that. Um, anyway, he, he did seem a little bit oblivious to the whole um, sexism aspect of it and the fact that it's because she's a, a woman and people don't like that. Or, you know, that whole aspect of it. But he was think, like... Can I, can I just say something? When, I, when you say Captain Marvel, I do think of Carol Danvers. Yeah. I don't think of Captain Marvel the bloke. Yeah. No. Because it's... you think of Shazam. And, and he was saying, you know, just because they're two movies, they're coming out at the same time, just because, you know, our Shazam used to be called Captain Marvel doesn't mean there's any bad blood. The release of the movies at such a similar time is ironic. And I, f- I find the irony of that interesting, but it doesn't mean you should. So if you like, if you're liking one movie and you're you're saying negative things, or I think it was kind of in response to the review bombing of Captain Marvel, he was like, "You're not helping anyone. You're not helping us. If you're a view our movie bombing, you're not helping them. So so just stop." And it was like, "Good on you, Zachary Levi." <laughs> Whether or not he'll have done anything, I doubt it. But you know, thanks for trying. Good, good job. Good job. Um, and Shazam looks fun. I think I might. I'm actually kind of, sort of thinking about having a see of that. Having a little what? I don't know. I'm not so sold on the villain, but whatever. Yeah, I mean it's Mark Strong who's always fun, but I meant more the character of the villain because I wanted Black Adam. Doctor Savannah. Yeah. Listen, if they can pull out the Seven Deadly Sins, or Sobek. Just make it. Some deep cuts for you. Fucking good. Um, so <laughs> before we talk about uh, all the Pokemon things that happened this week. Yeah. The Oscars! Oh, God. <laughs> first, first off, the good things about the Oscars that happened. Um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse won Best Animated Film. <laughs> Yay. Thank fuck for that. Black Panther won three Oscars, and none of them were Best Picture. <laughs> Olivia Colman won Best Actress, and apparently her acceptance speech was very cute. <laughs> the rest of it was a fucking train wreck. <laughs> <clears throat> oh. Yeah. I mean, Queen won Best Editing because Best Editing, uh, they're actually renaming it uh, next year to uh, Most Editing. <laughs> um, I watched one scene from that. The editing is appalling. Oh, God. So I, I tried to teach my, my parents, specifically my mother, but my parents about this. Because um, I'm a pretentious film student. Um, <laughs> pretentious media student. I know. I. So I look at that scene when there's no relationship between the shots, there's no meaning created in the way the shots are composed together. It just cuts to character to character to character. I was like, so like the average shot duration in modern Hollywood films is about three seconds, I think. Mm. So I was like, how long do you think the average shot duration is? I think they said something like, 20 seconds and I was like three I'm like what and even and so I I found it on YouTube you and it had a it had a whipping sound every cut so it was like it's like that stop stop do you, want, do you want to know do you want to know why I think the average cut scene or the scene 
duration is three seconds. We've mentioned this on here before. It's because there's been so many taken movies. Yeah. Need about 20 cuts for Liam Neeson to talk fence. She's <laughs> like, cut, cut, well, cut, well, cut, 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 in modern action movies is atrocious. That's why the Kingsman action sequences were, oh, just were so refreshing. Oh, in, at least in the first Kingsman, they were so refreshing because they, they didn't rely on just cutting between any, everything so you couldn't fucking Did, see anything. I mean, the perfect example of that is the church fight. There is, am I right in saying there is one cut? I think there are uh, a couple of times where it's sneakily cut but it's it's two shots they've been put together so it looks like there isn't a cut but there is Cause I know it's, you usually get that when um, something passes in front of the camera you pick up on it after I, a while I, I, I remember I when we watched the one take film Victoria in film studies I was constantly looking for someone to walk in front of the camera um, and do a secret cut and it never happened for the entire two and a quarter hour runtime, it's a the, the it's a real it's the real deal. Um, just, <clears throat> but it's they're still you know. Oh no! What one best picture again? <clears throat> so um, this is the one that's caused the most controversy, and this is where people are really just kind of like the Oscars is a joke. The best picture winner was Green Book. Uh, Viggo... Viggo Mortensen, Mahershala Ali. He won supporting actor. Best supporting actor, yeah. Okay. Um, it's about racism, isn't it? It's about racism. And uh, I didn't watch... I've heard that the, the acceptance speech was kind of awkward. Um, <laughs> I didn't watch it. I haven't seen it. I didn't watch the Oscars. But um, on that stage, I've seen pictures and stuff of other people who went to accept the, the Oscar for Best Picture for Green Book. Uh-huh. Most of them were middle-aged white men. <laughs> Little bit. Tone deaf. Uh, and basically, Green Book um, was, was, from what I've heard, not that I've seen it, I almost did, but then didn't. Um, it's very simple, and it's like, racism bad! Um, <laughs> and it's oh. just and it, it's clearly it's like it's basically the Black Panther effect but without giving it to a superhero film oh, black okay. racism is bad so that makes so, it the best film let's, let's, but it's just it's let's, not let's go through this like best picture green book mm-hmm. no just no so, I mean I'm not really the I can't say much in that because I haven't seen it and I haven't seen most of the Best Picture nominees, but you look on the internet, people are pissed. And the Oscars, this is one of the worst Best Picture winner decisions the Oscars have made in a long time. Um, And it really just shows how out of touch and desperate for viewership and um, public support. It's like how... um, Bohemian Rhapsody won Best Sound Editing because it's it's um, it's got songs in it, even though like the, some of the sometimes the vocals and the images were out of sync during some of the songs in that. Apparently, mm. you know, uh, Best Original Music Score. Black Panther, oh, that was Black Panther. Craig Gurrenson. Yeah, that's probably two. He's great. Yeah, that was very, it. Was a very good score. Uh, best Adapted Screenplay is Kevin Wilbert, Spike Lee, Charlie Watchell, David. Robin of it. Yeah, Spike Lee. 
for Black Klansman. Black Klansman. Spike Lee. Uh, um, I saw a thing. These two, I think it was for the BBC, were interviewing him afterwards, and they said because he's a, a, a black man, been working in the industry for years and years and years. He never won an Oscar before. And they said, is there something about Green Book that offends you? And he goes, you British, you British. I'll give you a British answer. It wasn't my cup of tea. And then <laughs> giggles to himself and spins around in a circle his own joke. <laughs> Good on him. Um, Good on him. Uh, best original screenplays, the dude who did Green Book. Okay. No. Uh... Best sound mixing, Bohemian Rhapsody. No. No. Why? The fact that like a film like Mission Impossible Fallout got no technical nominations at all is a they need crying a, shame. They need a fucking like practical stunt. I thing. I so I need to see they, Fallout. I've not. Best original song, Shallow. That was Shallow from yeah. Best actor, Rami Malek. Rami Malek. So um, I think I feel like that was more because. He played Freddie Mercury. I know him. Freddie Mercury. He from Queen. I he, like that. He make he do Freddie Mercury. Basically, because he Good. didn't totally bugger up Freddie Mercury. He he's the best actor. Uh, best actress Livy Come. Yeah. Uh, best supporting actor Mahershala Ali. From what I've heard, his performance is pretty damn good. With what he was giving you. Yeah. Best supporting actress Regina King of Beale Street to Talk. No, 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 I did. No, 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 no fucking clue. Best animated piece of Spider Man, Spider Verse. Yes, yes, lads. At least it didn't go. And I saw a thing. Um, there was no way it could. They, they print off. So they print they, the home media release of Ralph Breaks the Internet. Um, and it's got in put in some places, and it's got like the card for it saying that it that it was the um, Academy Award winner for best animated film because it got printed off before. Got done before the. Oh, just in case. Ceremony. Just in case it won. Yeah. That's cocky as fuck, and it would never win. I don't know. Incredibles 2 had more of a chance than Ralph breaks the bloody internet. Yeah, but still, I'd rather have Isle of Dogs or Spider Man beat yeah. Incredibles and 2 did. or Ralph. Yeah, and Spider Man yeah. won, so it's, it's fine. Uh, best director, Alfonso Alfonso Cuaron. Cuaron! I sort of thing. Um, the last six. I believe, yeah, the last six best director um, awards. At the last six, including this one, five of them have been Mexican or Spanish. So Alfonso Cuaron for this and Gravity a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Del Toro for Shape of Water and Ah. That's I don't remember his name now, but for um, Arrival, I believe... No, that's Danny Villeneuve, I think. It wasn't Arrival. Basically, I'm going to say Best Director thing. Who did La La Land? Anyway, the point is, basically it's three directors, including Del Toro and Caron. Um, apart from one year when it was... When it wasn't that... I think best director it's not the same as best picture Mm. and it shouldn't be so credits to him I'm sure he did a great job yeah but I mean 
Green Book's not best picture either. No. So best documentary feature. Didn't know. Best for what's well, what was best? Is it free solo? Free solo. Yeah. What's that? Uh, it's about a guy doing a climb up, like a basically like a vertical cliff or whatever, uh, with no harnesses or anything. Mm. We watched a trailer for it in film studies because it was like, well, this is obviously going to win best documentary. Free solo. Who's it, who's it meant to be about? Uh, a blo- I don't know, Paul. I haven't seen it. Huh. Um, it looks kind of cool. The best animated one, actually. The best animated film. Um, the past ten years, um, basically, since 2008, I believe, <clears throat> aside from 2012 when they weren't nominated, Disney Pixar, or oh. Di- no, Disney has won Best Animated Film every year they've been nominated, apart from 2012 when they weren't nominated for anything, until this year when Spider-Man broke the Disney streak. God on you, Spider-Man. Best Visual Effects, First Man. But, now here's the thing. Think of the budget that something like Avengers Infinity War will have got. Uh, I think I saw that First Man had a budget. I think, off the top of my head, I think it was around 86 million. I don't know. Well, Infinity War will have had a budget of like 200 million. So, and also, you know, because some guy was like, look at at Thanos, he looks real. And someone was like, yeah, but the way I see it, best CGI is the CGI you don't even notice. So, like, I look at Thanos, and I know he's CGI, but the stuff in First Man, I'm like, you just don't even notice it. And I kind of get that, and I rewatched Infinity War, and I didn't believe in Thanos as much as I did the first time. Uh, to be honest, I do think that's a similar experience, though. Yeah, but... I mean, I, I haven't seen First Man, so I can't really comment, but... Yeah. Best animated short film... Bow. Yeah, the one about the dumpling. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Aww. That's Disney Pixar, so they get the short film award. Aww, I really liked that one. I haven't seen it before. Incredibles, Incredibles 2. 2. Oh, it's lovely. That was great. Uh, best costume design, Black Panther. Black Panther. Ruthie Karen. Carter. Good fucking honour. I mean, so, I mean, some people might want to not have the favourite or whatever, but whatever. The favourite, that's just period. You've got to get the right period. For her, she's got to... Do well, I'm, the period stuff is always... They always like the period costume stuff, but, you know, I'm not against Black Panther getting some Oscars, as long as it's not Best Picture, and it's not... Because, I mean, right, the thing is, though, Best Costume Design, I was looking at all these different things, like Mary Poppins Returns, okay. Oh, Sandy Powell's nominated for two, by the mm. way. She did The Favourite and Mary Poppins Returns. And if you think about it, they're kind of period pieces... Mary Poppins Returns isn't particularly a period piece, but... But you, you, you know it's that kind of style, though. But like, yeah, but if she's good at what she does. She is good. Uh, Alexandra Byrne from Mary, Queen of Scots. David yeah. Tennant's in that. Is he? Yeah, who is he? Uh, jo- uh, John Knox or something. Okay. Uh, he's got a massive big beard. Whoa. Um, Scottish accent-like. Because uh, my mum went to see it and came back and it's like, David Tennant's in it. I was like, oh, I didn't know. But anyway, Ruthie Carr, Black Panther, good honour, she did a damn good job. Yes. Best film editing. Mm-hmm. Best 
Best production design. Black Panther. Yep. Yeah, sure. I suppose. Live action short film. Skin. Nope. No idea. Best sound editing. Bohemian Rhapsody. Just because it's got music in it doesn't mean the sound editing it. Best makeup. Greg Cannon, Kate Viscone, Patricia Dehani LeMay. For? Vice. Oh, because he had a fat man prosthetic. Was it prosthetic or was that just not Christian Bale doing his Play-Doh body thing? Mostly Christian Bale, I think, but I, I, I think he did have some prosthetic. Yeah. As well, I mean, there's no way they would have got best makeup without a prosthetic, surely. I mean, yeah, of course. Uh, I think that's because they made him look so much like Cheney. Yeah. Because my God, that man is just plastic. Okay. He can do whatever the fuck he needs to do. Um. Anyway, the Oscars are a bit of a shambles. Yeah, I mean, there's still sunlight in the darkness. It's just a shame that, like, uh, the fact that best animated film for Spider Man, which is I feel like is a pretty big deal for the Oscars, is in the same ceremony as one of the worst best picture winners, because I mean, that is going to overshadow it. Yeah, yeah, because. It's, I'm going to be honest Because this you. Oscars is always going to be remembered as the one where Green Book won rather than the one where Spider-Man won. It's, it's going to be the one where, oh, film about racism won as opposed to an animated film. Top an of, animated superhero top of, film. Toppled Disney's and Pixar's winning streak. Yeah, um... Like it just, and that's I guess I suppose that is somewhat our bias for the types of films we like. But but it's still, we have an appreciation of cinema, and just yeah, just because I haven't seen the films doesn't mean I can't appreciate the filmmaking techniques of them. It it doesn't matter anyway. To be honest, I've never really heard any high praise. Is it just what is it just the last? I I don't know if I think there's anything else for us. To talk about. Please tell me it's the last thing. Yeah, it's the last thing. Yes, Pokemon! <laughs> so, um, there were two things actually, Pokemon related. They uh, announced the thing Pokemon Sword, Pokemon Shield, and Pokemon Gun. What? Uh, their new Pokemon what the fuck? type. I don't know, the new Pokemon games. They've gone through the colours, they've gone through the fucking. They've gone through everything. Gems, and all Gems. So now they're on weapons. So you've got Pokemon Sword. Pokemon Shield and Pokemon Gun. They're like the three teams, I think. Like how in Pokemon Go you had three teams. I don't know. I don't, I'm don't. i not a Pokemon guy. Mm, gonna Google this. Um, also, the, uh, there was another trailer for Detective Pikachu. Hang on, mate. And Detective Pikachu looks... It's Pokemon Sword and Shield. Where have you got Gun from? That's also there. What? I'm not shitting you, mate. Pokemon Gun. Pokemon Sword, Pokemon Shield. Pokemon Gun is green. Where? Where, where are you looking, boy? Where? <laughs> um, Pokemon Gun. It's just, is this just Pokemon Sword? Oh, <laughs> what the fuck? That's not a real thing. No, there's not. There's not a Pokemon gun. There's not a Pokemon There's gun. There's not a Pokemon gun. I think you've just seen a meme thing. I've probably... You have just seen a meme thing. I've just seen a meme thing, have I? Yeah, I think you've seen a meme thing. Okay, well, you know, I'm not a Pokemon guy. 
I oh my god, it is an announcement. What the fuck? I bloody told you, mate. What the f- No. What's going on? Is Pokemon Gun real? What's, is it real or is it not? I don't know. <laughs> I shouldn't Verge. have brought this up. The Verge, tell me if it's good. Hey Siri, is Pokemon Gun real? I have disabled Siri. Oh god. <laughs> we'll turn it back on again for this. This is important. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Is Pokemon Gun real? Pokemon. <laughs> I need to know. Go this. on trending on YouTube. Is Pokemon Gun real? No, it's just it's just Reddit of just what would happen if you had a gun and a Pokemon. I'm so confused. Anyway, so there was a trailer for Detective Pikachu, another one. Um, let's just talk about that. Don't worry your little head about it. I am. Um, what did you think of the Detective Pikachu trailer? I'm not that psyched for Detective Pikachu. Oh. Yeah. Why not? I'm not enough Charizard. Not enough Charizard, right. (coughs) It looks fun. It does look fun. It looks looks like it knows what it wants to be. The Pokemon CGI is pretty good. Justice Smith looks alright. Ryan Reynolds released a little video uh, a couple days ago called Becoming Pikachu. And it's obviously a very Ryan Reynolds-esque video. He was uh, saying that like he becomes a character of Pikachu, and then it had like his wife. As far as I can tell, Pokemon Gun is just in the internet. Okay, so Pokemon Gun's not real. We think it's not. It's, it's not on any. I did think it was. It was a bit odd. I was like, "What?" But I, I'm I get, not a Pokemon I, guy, so I, I I get the Sword and Shield thing. I get it. Okay, I get it. So um, Ryan Reynolds becoming Pikachu. Uh, and they got his his wife saying because he was like there was, uh, he was on his way to pick up his kids his daughters from school when he got the call and then he just never showed up because De- Detective Pikachu doesn't know those kids they're just random <laughs> so, and, then he, and then his wife going he just never showed up he just left them <laughs> and, then, and then she's like doesn't even sound like him doesn't, it's just his voice it just sounds it just sounds like him he's not even doing a voice <laughs> 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 and then he was like, "My my, I may never see my daughters again, but they'll be looking at, they'll be watching that big screen, and they'll see Detective Pikachu." Uh, and then his wife is like, oh, "We won't be going. <laughs> we, we won't be watching it." I, I'm <clears throat> I'm not too psyched to watch it, but I'll 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 probably will go see it because I'm just a sucker for Charizard. That your favourite Pokemon? Yeah, it's my favourite Pokemon. Um, and it looks absolutely brilliant. In yeah, the Pokemon, the Pokemon CG looks really good, actually. Oh, so good. This might be the thing that kind of gets me into Pokemon. I hope. Because I'm not a Pokemon guy. Um, and also, can we just talk about the big reveal at the end of Pokemon 2? The, the Pokemon trailer. 2. Mewtwo. I thought it was Mewtwo. Mewtwo. No, it's Mewtwo. Okay. Mewtwo, because they clone... There was a super ah, magical is it Pokemon. because uh, she got raped? No. It was a Me Too reference. Oh, no. It was, Stop, a, it no. was a Me Too joke. No. Hashtag, no, it's just a Pokemon. Hashtag Mewtwo. There's just a Pokemon. Get it? There's a Pokemon. Do you get it? There's a Pokemon. Hashtag Mewtwo. Stop it. Pokemon harassment. Stop it. There's a Pokemon called M
There's basically Pokemon Sword. There's basically Pokemon Shield. There's basically Pokemon Nuts. There's basically psychically connected to every other Pokemon, and then some scientist does research on him, tests and shit. Wait, and Mewtwo's a, a bloke. Yeah, I think oh, I can't remember if Mewtwo's a woman. Which is just Mewtwo. Mewtwo's is, got a very feminine design. Yeah, I know. So, but it's like angsty as fuck uh... in terms of personality. Because uh, there's tests and experiments, and Mewtwo is a clone. But it's white, and, and as we know from How to Train Your Dragon Three, the white one is the girl one. Right. Okay. The They're the one. same. Because it's, because it's They're the same. The white one. Mew and that Mewtwo. One's the girl Mewtwo. One. Right. That one's the girl one. Both of their mo's is don't hurt Pokemon. But Mewtwo goes about it in kind of the feminazi way. Is just let's kill all humans. This is why I don't <laughs> like Pokemon. Okay. I don't know. I, if anyone like know, has known me for a long time. You'll know that I basically used to actively like despise Pokemon. I used to hate it. Why? Um, I remember I was sleeping over at a friend's once, and as I was waking up, they were putting on the fucking Pokemon movie, and I was like, "God damn it!" No, no. And I had a bloody watch. No, uh, not the the Pokemon movie. Pokemon movie shit. I don't don't know which. I don't know if it was the Pokemon movie, but it was any of them. A Pokemon movie. They're all bad. Uh, And I had to watch that, and it was (sighs) okay. Pokemon goes like this. Games yeah. are great. They're really fun. You can sit down through them. You can just play how the fuck you want. Yeah. Underneath that, yeah. TV show. Oh, okay, yeah. Maybe trading card game if you're into that kind of thing. Oh, uh, yeah. And then right at the low bottom is the films. Mm. And then even lower than that, like the Earth's core is Pokemon Go. Oh, I thought Pokemon Go would be right at the top. Pokemon Go shit. Pokemon Go I away. I absolutely despise Pokemon. Where do you think on that on that uh, scale, Detective Pikachu will land? Best, best Pokemon film. Best Pokemon film. Definitely best. Pokemon do you think it'll film. be one of the good video game movies? Bearing in mind that there aren't really any. I was going to say. I think the I think the the closest that we that there's been to like a good one is. Tomb Raider and that was just kind of okay um, God, video game movie that was actually good anyway the point is eh. it looks alright Pokemon look great <clears throat> the Pokemon plot, look very good plot of the film looks it looks sim- simple and kind of generic but uh, it I think the main standpoint of it is just look, we made the Pokemon universe. Yeah, we we made live action Pokemon and didn't bugger it up. Yeah, because so, I mean, what the Pikachu uh, yeah. looks all fluffy and adorable. Yeah, the Charizard, the Charizard looks pretty cool. The Charizard is it's just a dragon. I okay. just want the Broccoli Man now. Bonsai and Waylord. Do you know that technically Waylord? Is like the actual size of a whale. I want him right. even more now. The games do not <laughs> give like this. in the Pokedex. They have like all the stats of the Pokemon. Like so they say, like how tall they are, feet and inches, and pound and how much they weigh in pounds. Yeah. And Waylord is like forty feet plus. <laughs> it's just. It's just, just a whale. It's a whale. It's just a whale. But 
It is the best if part. If we don't get a, if there is no Warlord in Detective Pikachu, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go into Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm going to give it a very negative review. This is the best part. Warlord, you can in the games you can usually get a Pokemon to follow you. And behind your character. How does he move? Does he like it's flap just like, like a seal? <laughs> Just, just a whale. Follow you along, <sighs> and it's like the size of an actual. I'm like, some of the best things you can do to it are teach it moves, <laughs> like rollout. And the definition of rollout in the Pokemon game is just they fucking roll into the enemy. <laughs> just a and, giant whale and because because they have the sprites all on the screen, they're all roughly the same size except for the kind of small ones because they just like hover. So I you just notice the agents of shit. I wanna I wanna rearrange them in order so it's like a spectrum of the covers oh, going from white to dark. No, but my loves because Pokemon's just so confusing because now. he's because he's a whale. <laughs> You're basically just rolling over your enemies using a whale. And there's another move that you can get Waylord to do where he leaps up in the air and then slams down into his boat. And sometimes it doesn't even kill them. And you're just like, how? I have literally thrown a whale at you. It's just, oh my, Waylord is probably one of the best Pokemon. Also, I've got to say, the Greninja's in the trailer. The what? Are they the... The, the, the Water Frog Ninjas. Mm, yeah, I think I know what you mean. Yeah, they look cool. Yeah. They were in the first one, weren't they? They look... They, the first trailer. Like, they, 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 can't, they, can't, they throw water stars. Yeah. For yeah. start, they look kind of deadly. And do you know the mask thing they've got? The red, pink thing around them? No. Around the head. That's their tongue. Oh. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I wasn't sold on Greninja as a Pokemon mm. in the games or whatever. But seeing him in this trailer and all that. I didn't realise like there was a Mr. Mime Pokemon. No, there Why is. Why is there such a big it's deal just, about it's that? It's just creepy. Mm. Mr. Mime is just a creep. Ash's mum has one. Oh. She just like lives with Mr. Mime. She's like, okay. I'm very disappointed that Justice Smith is uh, older than 10 years old. <laughs> He needs to stay ten years old. Ten years old for at least at all times. twenty years. Yes. Yeah. See, Digital de aging. See, I'm not. I'm not that much of a Pokemon dummy. Thank you. I know just enough to sort of understand it, but not enough to actually understand it. Yeah. I mean, bare, that's all you need. Bare minimum of what you need to know is is kind of like Peter should throw a hissy fit at Pokemon. It is like animated slave fighting, but, you know... It's, <laughs> it's animated slave fighting, and you do it until your Pokemon faints, or collapses from its Yay! Also, have you seen the thing about Peter? Uh, they had a jab at Steve Irwin. Oh, uh, yeah. They, because it would have been, what, Steve Irwin's 57th birthday? Peter can fuck off. <laughs> it would have been Just Steve Irwin's 57th birthday and first up Steve Irwin is just like perhaps the coolest guy that ever lived because you, you just like fucking rest the crocodiles because I, I remember seeing a picture it was just like <laughs> it was 
Impaled in a crocodile. It was Steve Irwin with a crocodile like under his arm. The crocodile just looking like dead at the camera. And it looked kind of like the crocodile was smiling. And it was just Steve Irwin with a crocodile. And it's like, hey, you see the crocodile? And it's like the first top left one was Steve Irwin's ace and the crocodiles in the same picture. He's saying some shit about the crocodile. And the next one was zoomed in more on the crocodile. And just like, oh my god, it's Steve Owen. And then the next one, the crocodile zoomed in even more. This is the best day of my life. And then the crocodile zoomed in and it's like, actually smiling. Oh, it's so good. And then, like, what was it? Peter tweeted about Steve Owen saying he died while harassing animals. Toss off. He died while harassing a stingray. I'm sorry, Peter, what do you do? What do you do? Animal cruelty is bad. Uh, animal cruelty is bad. Uh, so now we're just going to have a go at anyone who even so, touches a dead so, animal. So <laughs> they, they like tweeted that, expecting the internet to be on their side. Little did they know that basically everyone on the internet loves Steve Irwin. So they just got so, so much shit, shit so, from it. They always get shit. Like no one ever... They're, ju- they're just a joke at oh, this point, God. Peter. Like, it's like Peter and Greenpeace... Lovely ideas. Don't be cards. They're, yeah, but they're, they're like basically extremists. So. They are. They are. Greenpeace are actually kind of terrorists. Oh. And on that note, <laughs> <clears throat> I think we'll end it there. On that lovely note, on that just, lovely oh, note, that movie looks sick. Charizard is awesome. Waylord is the best thing ever invented by Game Freak. And Greenpeace are terrorists. <laughs> so, um... I think that's pretty conclusive. I hope you enjoyed... I enjoyed. I, Paul definitely enjoyed, and I. Um, <laughs> I it was an experience. I've educated so, um, you about Pokemon. So, so, so uh, that's that'll that'll be that then, I suppose. So I guess we'll see you next week for whatever happens. More Probably some more drama about Captain Marvel. Yeah. Oh, sh- Anakin got added to Battlefield Battlefront Two that's this week. Talk about that. Let's never mind. It doesn't matter. We're not talking. Okay, we're gonna go now. Bye-bye. Bye bye.